Welcome back, everybody, to the Talking Bucketheads. I am your host, Callum O'Neill, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Stephen McManaman. This week, we're going to do something a little different. We're not talking news. We're not talking anything to do with movies, news, music, news. We're not doing anything from the bucket. We just decided earlier on today that we're going to watch Star Wars um, A New Hope because we've been watching all the Harrison Ford movies, and we thought, fuck it, we're pretty pissed right now. How about we just record an episode where we talk about whatever the fuck we want and maybe even talk about Star Wars for a bit. So yeah, thank you for listening. This intro is going to feel a bit out of place because I've recorded later on. I'm going to put it back into the beginning of the recording. So hope you enjoy the show. It's going to feel a bit disjointed. Um, if you, you know, just, just, just enjoy the ride. Anyway, thank you very much. I think yeah. it'll be fun. I'm, I'm, I'm very excited to see it anyway. Yeah, so am I. I mean, first tattoo, so I'm nervous and excited it's, at the same a, time. It's a big milestone, I think. It yeah, is, it, is. it is. Of course it is, yeah. It's very big. I can remember when I got my first one done. It was just as I turned 18. And um, my mom and dad gave me money for my birthday. It was about 100 quid. And I thought, yeah. I was like, I know what the fuck. I don't know what I'm going to do with this. I yeah. was in Carb on the weekend by myself. I was like, I'm going to get a tattoo. And yeah. I immediately messaged Abel. I was like, you guys open this weekend. And I'm like, yeah, we are. I was like, all right, I want to get this design. This is a simple triangle. Hmm. I was like, can you fit me in this weekend? I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. This guy Lorcan will do it for you. So it was a Thursday, I think I messaged him. And then I went up on the Saturday. And it just took like a, a couple of hours. Because I was chatting to the guy anyway. Because, you know, I, f- I feel like it's really good to get like a good rapport between yeah, you Yeah, of course. And yeah, yeah. Like, it, it, it adds to the, to the experience of it where you get along with him. Like I, was t- I remember I was talking to him about film, TV, and my course. And I was talking to him about his job and everything. And I was there on the fucking, on the bench. I was like shirtless and he was there. And someone else was getting tattooed beside me. Yeah. And I was chatting to the person who was getting tattooed as well because they were getting on their back or their sides. They oh, were wow, on their yeah. stomach. And I was like, well, you get over there. And like, oh, I'm getting this. I'm like, oh, I'm getting this. this is my first one. It's like, he's popping my tattoo cherry. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and we were chatting about it. I think we were talking about like the, um, I can't remember what movie we were talking about. We were talking about a lot of movies. I remember thinking, this is great. Like, I fucking love this. Yeah. Like a little in, community. Yeah, it's great. And then I went into Brady for my second one, and I think my second one was this, the the star. The star, yeah. And I remember going into him saying, "Hey, man, like, uh, because like Navin tattoos." And I remember th- searching Navin, like Navin, yeah. Navin tattoos, and he's the first one that came up. I was like, "I'm looking to get this this symbol on my arm." He's like, "What's the symbol about?" I was like, "Well, it's H.P. Lovecraft. Like, it's because he's the one." Because I remember before that, I started reading a lot of his work. And then that inspired me to do my own poetry, my own writing. And I thought, this can't hear. He's the one that lifted it up for me. Because I, I always wanted to be a writer. Yeah. But I'd never written anything. And I started reading his stuff. And I thought, I can do this. And I started writing my own stuff. And I thought, he's my main inspiration. He's the one that sparked it all off for me. So I'm going to get it on my right arm, my writing arm. And I'm going to get it up here so I can always see it. I remember going into him because he never heard him before. I was like, yeah, he's the god's eye. Because he's all mm. about the old gods. Mm. And the eye is like... Because I, I, I haven't even read the story where this symbol's referenced, but yeah. like you've seen it in Bloodborne. Yeah, yeah. You've seen it in that other HBO The Call of Cthulhu and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. game trailer we watched. Yeah. I was like, Holy shit, that's my tattoo. That's in the door, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I just remember Googling HP Lovecraft tattoo designs, and that one came up, and I thought, that's fucking cool. And the, there it is there, and like it's got the little imperfections on it. Like, yeah. I remember people going, is that like it's supposed to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, I love that design. Like, it's so, yeah, it does look cool. It's so, like, it like, does. like it's simplistic. Like, yeah. I love it. Like, and he was, I was talking to him about it. I was like, yeah, I've recently started writing my own poetry based on this guy's stuff. And he's like, okay, cool. Like, read me some stuff. And I started reading him some, uh, some of my poems, and he's like, this is fucking dark, man. I was like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. And he had uh, an apprentice at the time, and his apprentice was like, what the fuck? 
<laughs> Brady's like, isn't this some fucking intense stuff back? He's like, yeah, Jesus Christ. And then I went in for my third one, which was the snake around my triangle. Yeah, the serpent, yeah. And I was on my laying on my back and my chest, and his mum came in. His fucking mum, Brady's mum came in, who is a writer as well. What She's the fuck? A, and she created like a, a, a an exhibit or like a a wing in some Irish museum for like some Irish poets. Oh wow, okay. And so she's like a she's a well versed writer. And um fucking uh she was like, What's going on here? And Brady was like, This guy here is he's he's a writer. He writes stuff as well. And she's yeah. like, Oh cool, let me hear some stuff. I was like, Are you sure? And she's like, Yeah of course. And then I read some of my poetry to her and she's like, Oh wow, that's really good stuff. Like that's really good. Like that's really descriptive. Like holy shit. I was like, Do you think so? She's like, Yeah. She's like, How long have you been writing for? I was like couple of months she's like wow that's impressive i was like holy fuck coming from her who's like a writer, a writer yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, wow this means a lot and i was like holy shit like maybe maybe there's something to this and then i started properly pursuing it and like since then i've written over 150 poems and like a collection of short stories and like all that kind of stuff like it's just i don't know like poet like tattoos are like really important to me like in, within my life yeah you know and then after the snake I think I got the the heart and the umbrella just because I thought fuck it like yeah because they're small like as for well for some reason I thought I want to get my hand tattooed because it looks cool yeah like and everyone was like don't get your hand tattoos because yeah. it will cripple you in life but then I thought fuck that if I want to work somewhere and they're saying no hand tattoos I'm thinking, well, then well then I don't want to work, work there, there yeah you know it's because it's I feel like getting my because my whole hand is done up now and I even want to get stuff like where it's blank I'm thinking. Well, if they say no to me because I've got this, and fuck them because they're not really embracing who I am as a whole, you know, it's just like a whole thing. Yeah. But like the fact that you're getting your first one is really exciting. Yeah, and like I think it opens like the fact that I'm I'm no I'm never going to pursue a career in the hotel industry now, mm. which is fucking great. Which means I can actually get hand tattoos now because I feel it'd be looked down or I'd find it really hard to get a job in the hotel industry with a hand tattoo they're very you know picture perfect you need to look good you need to have your hair a certain way and whatnot mm-hmm. the fact that I know I'm never going to pursue that industry because it's fucking pretentious as fuck oh god yeah from the, the sounds of the stuff that you were talking to me about it, it yeah so and I'm so glad I'm out of that fucking course now do you know yeah like, which means like it opens up a whole new world like where I can actually I can actually get a hand tattoo now or yeah. something similar you know you can be the you, you I don't have be. to hide it anymore yeah, you want to be expressive exactly yeah. uh, which is what I want you know like you came and asked me in first year like oh I'm never going to get a hand tattoo because you know I, I want to be I want to be in the hotel industry but now that I've taken a year out and I've done my second year I'm like fuck this I do not want anything to do with this industry because it is so pretentious and so mm. ridiculous so very limiting but even though I haven't got my first tattoo yet I can it's it's what are we we're recording this on a Monday morning so I'm getting it tomorrow technically very very early Monday I mean, morning it's 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 <laughs> nearly five it's five o'clock we could say I'm you know what and in in what five in five 28 hours yeah i'll be getting my tattoo i'm gonna keep i think i'm gonna keep all this in i think it's good stuff yeah Yeah, i think it's just conversation i've already kind of got an idea of what i want my second one to be oh yeah what is it well i love a clockwork orange oh yeah i love the movie it's my favorite kubrick film yeah and you're reading the book as well and i'm reading the book now as well which Uh is taking me some time and you know what you know before you continue i just want to say i i've read i read a lot you know Mm -hmm. i've read like four novels in the past three weeks. i mean you read a lot Yeah. yeah But I love the fact that you're reading yourself. You're reading a novel. It's taken me a long time. It is. But I'm doing it when I have spare time. Do you know? I think yeah. it's great. And I'm, I'm low-key hoping that you're kind of 
maybe this will spark something in me thinking, I want to read more. I want to read, yeah, yeah. read novel novels. Because literature is fucking incredible. It's it's my passion. It is. I love lit. That's why I studied English. I love literature. And whenever someone who I, a friend of mine or someone I know, like I'm always, I saw earlier, I'm always trying to push books that I love yeah. onto my family. Because I know they're going to enjoy it. And that's why I'm so glad that you're reading Clockwork Orange. Because yeah. it's, it's one of the classics. And know? I've already got the second book in the wings, which you gave me. is The Thing with Feathers. Um, Grief is the Thing with Feathers. Yes. Yeah, which I ordered two by accident. So you gave course. me one of them. And it's a, it's, a, it's a short book. Exactly, just like a Clockwork Orange. It's very experimental in the way it's written. It's written from the point of view of a crow who's witnessing a family going through mourning, which I think is really interesting. Well, that is interesting, yeah. Yeah. So, like, I've already got a book in the wings. Mm, and I have over 250 books in my house. Yeah, so, like, you've got a if lot. If you want to read something, come over and pick yeah. something, you know? And I love a Clark, I love the film. Mm. And I'm reading the book, and the book is so much more violent than the film. Yeah. But I love it. I, think I, I have it at home it, as well, but I haven't yeah. read it yet. And it, it's, it delves a lot deeper into, like, I'm looking at it through the, the same kind of prism as the movie. But you, you can't do that with a book. It's, it's it's quite different. Yeah. There's a lot more of Alex kind of in the city and in, in these bars and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And the, the there's a horrible scene in it, which isn't explained in the film, which is probably good, better for it. Um, but I love the movie and I love the book. So I'm thinking of getting something maybe like with his eyes and the top hat, but one of the eyes has the eyelashes. Yeah. Something along those lines. Like I haven't obviously haven't looked into it because I haven't even got my first tattoo yet. Yeah. yeah. But it would be something to do with that. But I do think with that. a really cool design for one of those uh, tattoos would be quite minimalistic. I'm thinking an orange, mm. like a perfect orange. And then inside the orange is just a cog. Okay. So yeah, the orange yeah. is in co- it's in color, and then the cog is kind of like faded. Yeah. So you can see the clockwork cog within the orange. So that is really cool. And yeah. maybe like a little black bowler hat on top of it, like something yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. You know, I think something like that would be really cool. I, like I haven't said, like I haven't focused on the design yet because I haven't even got my first one. Yeah. But yeah. I do want something to do with that mm. novel and book because like that's, I, that's I, I do why love I got it, like. the, my newest one here, the the moon. Yeah. Is from um, George Méliès. He was a French filmmaker in the early early 1900s. Yeah. And the movie that this thing came from is uh, called La Voyage dans la Lune, which is the first sci-fi pick like flick ever. Oh wow! It's okay. About 10, 12 minutes long. And the guy is who made silent? it. Yeah, it's silent. Yeah. Wow, okay. Um, George Méliès is known as the godfather of si- uh, special effects. He's yeah. the one that pioneered all these special effects, like the double, uh, like the double exposure, all that kind of stuff. Like it's it's such a go- it's such a short movie, but it's so gorgeous. Like the concept yeah. is people going to the moon in the early 1900s. They shoot the rocket from a cannon, and that's what the ta- the, the rockets lodged in the eye of the moon, like yeah. the crash lands. And um, he 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 was a visionary. He was a genius. Yeah. But the the tragic story of him is he he died in poverty. I'm pretty sure. Like he never oh, saw wow. the re- return because fucking Edison came along and he's the one that pioneered the whole moving picture. But this guy was okay, making yeah, moves before. Camera, it. Yeah. Edison was renowned as a cunt. You know him. And oh, yeah, Tesla. he used to steal ideas. Yeah. yeah him and Nikola Tesla went 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 off it together. But like, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like. I feel like that kind of stuff is really cool. Like tattoos, you, know, you get it on you. It's like a story, like your inspirations, your, like your loves, you know. That's, yeah, especially yeah. If, if it has meaning to it, you know. Mm. I mean, there's people get tattoos for but us. But then there's, there's other tattoos that don't have any meaning. Like I've got Kermit the Frog on my arm. Well, yeah. Because I love... But you love Kermit I the love Frog. Kermit the Frog. So in, in its own way, it has a he's meaning. He's like an icon to me. Yeah. 
But then I have that ghost one right beside it where I'm like, I just love gothic horror. I yeah. Love, I love the classic ghost, sheet ghost. But I'm... even in saying that, it still has meaning to yeah, you. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But my finger tattoos, they've got no meaning. No, yeah. I just think they're... Well, in a slight way, they do. Like, I love the rain. Mm-hmm. And I love, you know, ha- positive mental... You, know, positive you love mentality. pineapples. Fruit, healthy living. I love pineapples. I'm a yeah. fruit. And yin and yang... I don't know. I mean, I tell people that I got that because I love Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> Whenever someone asks me what that means, I'm like, I change it up every time. I'm like, Kung Fu Panda, man. That's my, my, my main go-to. Yeah. I love Kung Fu Panda. It's a great, it's a, but that's not why I got it tattooed. I got it tattooed because I thought, fuck it, I need a design. Yeah, 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 to fill up your fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, we are recording this episode. This isn't. We're, we're not going to list this as an official episode. This isn't going to be episode sixteen of the Talking Bucketheads. No. It's just going to be uh, maybe fifteen point five. Maybe just a special thrower yeah, episode. Just a little. Oh, sorry. Listen, we're. <laughs> I'm going to just. We're quite fucking drunk. <laughs> we are very drunk because we're it's, pissed. it's it's Stephen's it's Stephen's birthday. Uh yeah, the twenty third of May is my twenty third birthday. So yeah, we're 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 on it. Yeah, we're on it. And you know it's what? it's just about to take over to five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> you know uh, what? Listen, listen. I'm gonna re- I'm gonna record the intro right now, and I'm probably gonna cut it back into the beginning over this. I'm yeah. just gonna record it now so I can re- uh, put it back in earlier. Yeah. All right, you ready? <laughs> <clears throat> Welcome back, everybody, to the Talking Bucketheads. I am your host, Callum O'Neill, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Stephen McManaman. How's it going? This week, we're going to do something a little different. We're not talking news. We're not talking anything to do with movies, news, music news. We're not doing anything from the bucket. No, we just decided sir. earlier on today that we're going to watch Star Wars and A New Hope because we've yep. been watching all the Harrison Ford movies, and we thought, fuck it, we're pretty pissed right now. How about we just record an episode where we talk about whatever the fuck you want and maybe even just talk about Star Wars for a bit. Yeah. So yeah, so, thank you for listening. This intro is going to feel a bit out of place because I've recorded later on. I'm going to put it back into the, the beginning the of beginning, the recording. Yeah. So with the theme song. hope you enjoy the show. It's going to feel a bit disjointed. Um, if you, you know, just, just, just enjoy the ride. Anyway, thank you very much. So what happened here is, <laughs> is over a year ago, we watched all the alien all the Predator and all the AVP movies. Mm-hmm. And then as a joke, we were sitting down playing Alien Isolation. Uh-huh. Great game. Uh, brilliant game. And Callum was like, you know what? Why don't we do another thing with films? I was like, who, who are you suggesting here? How, what, what are we going to do? He's like, Harrison Ford. And Callum said it as a joke, Just right? Just as a joke. But I, thought, I took it literal. Yeah. And I went home. I was already at home. And I went up that evening and I decided to go on Wikipedia and I typed out all the films that he was in. Uh-huh. But the films that he had more like screen time in, not like two or three minutes. Yeah, Do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Where he had a- actual screen like time. Like a role, like a pr- exactly. prominent role. And it turned out to be 45 films uh, yes. in total. 45 movies. Yeah. And how many have you watched so far? We've About 30? I'd say about 30, 30 something. Yeah, Within that realm, anyway. we're, we're close to the end. Like The we end are. is in sight. Uh-huh. We started off with, I think Hollywood Homicide. Hollywood Homicide. Maybe, what was that, 2002? One, I think 2001. I'll have a quick look here. One of I my, have them all in my notes. favorite films, because it's just so fucking bizarre. Josh Hartnett, Harrison Ford. Hollywood Homicide, 2003, actually. 2003, okay, mm. okay. Uh, yeah, it's just a weird movie, and I loved it. And then we decided to go backwards from there, right? Uh, I think we went forwards for one, because we did, um, we did watch Firewall. Firewall. 
which yeah. was horrific. We watched Firewall, and then I said to Callum, I was like, well, King- Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is next. We'll have to watch all the Indiana Jones I'm, movies. I couldn't, I couldn't commit to that and yet. And Callum was like, not yet. I'm not ready. Yeah. So we went backwards, and we watched a brilliant film called K-19, The Widowmaker. K-19 was such a good movie. Amazing film. It was so Harrison good. Harrison Ford as a Russian, which you're thinking, er, a bit... But it was really good. All based in a submarine with, with a, a nuclear warhead on board that leaks fantastic radiation. Fantastic movie. Brilliant film. One of his best. I would say it's it's close enough to the kind of exposure you see in Chernobyl. Yeah, the, the HBO series. A great series. Brilliant film, and then it went downhill from there. What What was the next half of that? Uh, what lies beneath? Yeah, well, as many is really bad. Michelle Pfeiffer's in that movie, isn't she? Yeah. That movie sucked. But then we got to watch Random Hearts. Random Hearts was so weird. In hindsight, it's a bad film. Yes. But it was kind of great. But we Because we took it. the piss out of it. It was really funny. It was brilliant in that sense. Um, and, you know, we went on to watch some good films and some bad films that Harrison Ford has been it's in. It's been a journey, hasn't it? It has. Like, you get to watch some films. Like, like we watched uh, a movie called... Sabrina. Sabrina. I which love was that. great. I, you know what movie has stuck with me? Harrison Ford in Working Girls. So Working Reaver. Girl was For a great film. For some reason, that movie really, really hit her. I love that film. It's a weird romantic comedy, it really but it, it really works. I loved it. And I loved Regarding Henry. Regarding Henry was really good, but it also was, it was, it was dumb. really stupid. It's got the iconic picture of him holding the picture. The Ritz, the the Ritz, Ritz paintings. Yeah. Fucking fantastic. It's about a guy who gets shot in the head but lives. And there was a stupid scene. But he now, can't, hold like, on a minute. Hold, now, hold on, on hold on. He gets, he gets shot, shot in the shoulder. And the whole and he's time like, he's getting shot, he goes, now hold on a minute. Hold on, hold on there, on. stop, please. Now, come on now a second now. Hold on. He's already been shot in the shoulder. And then he gets shot in the head. And he's like, wait, <laughs> wait, hold on. What? Wait, wait, wait. And then he falls out. And he falls over. We've seen so many Harrison Ford movies. We've watched movies. so many. And honestly, we, we went back and watched the Indiana Jones movies. We watched them and all. And I sat there watching through them all. We watched all four of them. And yeah. I kept thinking, I don't think I like these movies. No. The only one I can say I liked without any shadow of a doubt is The Last Crusade. Last Crusade is brilliant. Temple of Doom. Is racist. Very racist. Very racist. Last Crusade. Bit boring. No, that's the third one, Last Crusade. What's no, Last Crusade is the best one. Last Crusade is the third one. What's the original? Raiders of the Tem- Last Ark. Raiders of the Last Ark. Bit boring. A bit boring. I didn't. I didn't love it. No, I didn't. I didn't Temple care of for the, it. Temple of uh, the Crystal Skull. It was weird. Awful. Old Harrison Ford hobbling about. Stupid Shia LaBeouf, and I love. I, Shia LaBeouf's a great actor. Yeah, he is, but I he didn't work. He didn't work with that film. Bit of a massive cunt in. He is in, a massive cunt in Hollywood as it came I out. I did not like Kidman's Gone at all. No, it, it was really a bad, bad movie. And Spielberg directed that. What was he thinking? Because there's know. parts in the film where you know natives attack Harrison Ford, and he's there hobbling about like an old man. But you You're know thinking, what? Kate Blanchett was great. As the villain. As she the, was. She, she was, was fantastic. She She's was always great. fantastic. Oh, she well, fantastic. I mean, you know. She always is. She's got that theatre training, you know. She does, yeah. Classical theatre training. So, uh, that brought us back to... Star Wars. Star Wars. And we watched The New Hope a tonight. New, we did watch A New Hope. We and did. We, we thought, why not drink, because it's my birthday, uh-huh. watch A New Hope, because we're watching Harrison Ford of films, course. and then discuss it, because it's it's a big film. It's one of the most influential films ever made. Especially in sci-fi. Of course. Now, we watched the version on Disney+. Plus, yes. Which is the ultimate remastered it's version. It's like the, the that standard one everyone George sees. George Lucas decided he, to absolutely He went back rape. and touched it up after with CGI. Which was, which was not needed. No, not at all. It really ruins the whole picture. It just... It just... What, before we get... Yeah. Do you like Star Wars? 
You know, I do. Yeah? I like Star Wars, but the movies aren't great. The movies are terrible. <laughs> so then it comes back to, what do I like about Star exactly. Wars? Exactly. You know? What but I do love, I like? I love parts of Star Wars. Like, I love Stormtroopers. And I love the, yeah. the lightsaber battles in, I love in the, the prequels. Yeah, the world is brilliant. I love the Mandalorian. I hate the stories. But what the fuck goes on? I Listen, 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 listen. Okay, so... Before all this, before we start the podcast, before everything, I, I started my own film blog website. And the main piece I was going to write was about... Hold on, tell them about it. It's it's called... Because no one can find it on Google. It's, it's called... The website itself is called um, the bargain, thebargainbin.com. Like the bargain underscore bin.com. And the website well, we, is called Roll the Credits. What we'll do is we'll try and include it in our Instagram page yeah, or something. Yeah, we'll try. You know, yeah. And um, I've, only got, I've only got like a handful of posts up there. Because it's really like, good. You... you, you you know, I, you I discuss movies, good movies and, and you do writing. good reviews, you know? And um but my whole my whole conceit was I was going because roll the credits where after as soon as I watched finished watching the movie, the credits roll and then you I'll start typing my, review, yeah. my review or my piece about it. And the the one the big one of the big pieces I was gonna do initially was about the Star Wars franchise. Yeah. And it was gonna be I was gonna think of a, like a wit like a quippy title to do it. And I was basically just gonna talk about the influence of the Star Wars franchise as a whole upon media. But then I was going to talk about how most of the movies aren't aren't very good. No. Like maybe two or three of them out of like the nine nine or twelve films in the franchise, maybe like three or four of them are all right. But the rest. Yeah, are I think that's about pretty it. Really shitty. Yeah. Like I get there's a lot of nostalgia towards the prequels, but like they're not very well made. They're not, not like competently I mean, made. Like, I personally love the prequels. Yeah, like I've got a soft spot in my heart for them as well. But, but like, you look back and they're not good films. No. They're not. But like, I'll defend them. But I know they're who, not good films. Like me who who is a def- like I love writing. Like I want to yeah. be a, I want to be a writer. I read a lot. I write a lot. And I go back and I watch those films thinking this is a terrible script. It's yeah. awful. The dialogue is horrific. It doesn't seem natural in any way, shape, or form. My my passion is movies. I wanted to study movies and film, but I didn't quite yeah. get it. And then I look at those movies and thinking these not only is it a terrible written dialogue, it's awfully directed. Like the acting is horrific. Yeah. Like I know Caden Christensen's a good actor, and I know hate uh, Obu, uh, Hugh McGregor's a good actor. Hugh McGregor's great. Like there's scenes yeah. in that film that are just horrific. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's all down to the fucking mastermind, George Lucas. Like he's we could talk for hours about yeah that. i mean sorry about how chance, bad those prequels are and and at the same time i could sit here and say that they're awful yeah but i love, love them. them you love them yeah. i love them because I, I grew up with them i grew up with them yeah the that's it I they're the star wars that i started off with yeah and i i'll always have a soft spot for them and i hayden christensen is one of my favorite actors but he's not i kind of say he is because you love Jumper. I love the movie Jumper. Jumper's a great movie. Jumper is one of my favorite movies of all time. I remember I was nine years old when I first saw it in the cinema. I remember it. it I good. love the movie Jumper. I've got it on DVD. I've got a version on my hard drive on my laptop. And I've also <laughs> got a version on a 64 gigabyte USB. And I'm going to get a Blu-ray version of it as well. Mate, just get it all, yeah. I need to have every angle covered. <laughs> I want to watch it in HD. I like it. I like the concept. It's a really interesting story, but like... Yeah. I don't know. Something about it's missing for me. But anyway, <laughs> Star Wars. It's, yeah. It, it's the the titan of film franchises. Oh it's yeah. Made billions of dollars. It has die fans worldwide. It's just so influential. But at the same time, I like it, but I kind of hate it. Like, yeah. I'm not a diehard fan. I, I'm not an apologist. Neither am I. I mean, like I see the flaws and I recognize oh, the yeah. flaws, and I will not stop speaking about the flaws. But I love the world it's created. 
but some of the characters it just are awful. Like we just watched a New Hope. Like, yeah, a New Hope is so good. Like as a, if that was a standalone movie, oh, it'd be it great, would be fantastic. It would be because I love the whole idea. The fact that it's the first movie in the franchise, but it's Episode Four. Yeah, I mean because, that was a really bold choice. Because George Lucas loved those serials and like Flash Gordon, where he yeah. loved those kind of sci-fi serials where they would show little brief episodes of those movies before they'd show the bigger movie in the cinemas. It'd be like the advertisement. It'd be like a little brief serial, a sci-fi serial. Yeah. And he fell in love with that idea and he thought, I'm going to make my own. So he made Star Wars. And of course, when it was first released, it was known as just Star Wars. Star Wars. But then after the, the release after that, he retitled it to Episode 4, episode a four New yeah. Hope. Star Wars Episode 4, New Hope. You know, meaning to add on to it. And then he went on from Episode 5 to Episode 6. Yes. And then he went back to Episode 1. Yeah, but within the Phantom that, Menace. He, he really crippled himself, I think. I think so, too. Uh, you look, the, the prequels aren't good. No. But he took such a long, like, a big leap between yeah. making the prequels and the episode three. Episode six, when was that released? The 80s? Episode six. Oh, yeah, episode yeah. six. Yeah, yeah, the 80s, and yeah. And then the first episode one came out in 1999. Yeah, and my first ever encounter with Star Wars was episode three, and I think that was 2000 and. Three? Mine was episode two. Remember watching it when I was really young thinking. Wasn't what episode two ninety nine? No, episode one was ninety nine. Oh, okay, okay. Episode two came out after that and I was well, very I, young when I first I did see episode, episode three two. for the first time and it, I think I'm gonna say it was two thousand three. I could be wrong on that now. See, but my, it was my, my first, first time seeing it. The franchise was one of my best mates in London who fucking loved Star Wars. I had no idea anything about it and then I went up to his gaff and he had all the star the lightsabers, the figures, and we yeah. watched it on D V D I thought, what is this? Is madness. This is so fucking cool. Yeah. This is incredible. I've never seen anything like this. And I was so enthralled by it. But then I left his house and I went back to mine and I thought, nothing of it. Like, yeah. He was sick with me. I thought, that was cool. And then I, I remember being introduced to it again when I was a bit older, th- like watching the originals and watching the prequels, thinking, oh, yeah, this is really cool. And then even uh, older after that, I remember hearing that there were like diehard fans throughout the world thinking, why? Like, yeah. I get it, but also, like, even when I was younger, I thought it wasn't really, it didn't really engross me. It didn't really capture me. But yeah, there are, like, diehard fans out there. there, you've, are, there you've, you've got that, there's a regiment. The 501. Yeah, and there. they have, like, their own clone trooper they build their costumes. Own costumes. Like, and they were in The Mandalorian as well. Yeah. And I think it's it's great in a sense that you've these diehard oh, fans. Oh, I love that, it. I love the fact that And I love like the community. fact that they came to the aid of The Mandalorian. Yeah. Like, we'll, we'll be in it. It's incredible. I think it's brilliant. I think mm. it's it's amazing that a franchise like that has such diehard fans yeah. that are willing to, you know, go to Comic-Con and and, and really create the world. I love that. It's I beautiful. That yeah, it's brilliant. Well, I remember when I was very, very young, maybe about nine or ten, I remember going to Navin local library <laughs> and looking at the bookshelves and I remember yeah. stumbling across this book and it was told, it was called star wars the encyclopedia yeah and i remember thinking oh a lot of my friends in in school love star wars and i remember taking that book home thinking i gotta learn all about this movie so i can be cool with my friends i didn't pick it up because i love star wars i picked it up because everyone else around me loved star wars and i thought i need to fit in right so i took this encyclopedia book home and i had a picture of jake lloyd as young anakin skywalker from episode uh, one on the front cover yeah I need to learn all about this. And I went home and I studied this little encyclopedia as if it was my homework, just so I could like talk to people who knew about Star Wars, thinking, 
oh, I'm cool now. I did not care for the franchise. I just wanted to fit in. But yeah. Like, but yeah, it's it's I, I I respect the whole the the fucking titan it's become within. It's it's in, it's encapsulating every single kind of it's brilliant outlet of media, comics, video games, yeah, figures. Oh yeah, novels, Big industry, yeah, yeah. movies, TV shows. All of it. Things that are canon and aren't canon, you know, it's it's got its whole world built All around it. it. It's, yeah. it's it's I think it's it's the big sci fi thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, of course. Everything's kinda of spawned from that. There's a lot of like fucking you wanna go? I'm gonna go for piss. You wanna go for piss? He's gonna for piss everybody. We're gonna take a slight pause. Hello? And we're back. And we're back, yeah. We're back I, from a brief break. I've taken my piss. We've taken a piss. <laughs> we've had a fag. We're ready to go. Yeah. And we're talking about Star Wars, I guess. I want to say about the fans. Yeah. Do you remember when, was it Jake Lloyd? Yeah. People did not like they him. They abused that guy. They were absolutely he horrible to him. He prison, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. And he quit acting he after ruined that. Ruined his life. Absolutely ruined him. I yeah. don't condone that aspect of no, the No, 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 no. It's I mean, horrible. It's predatory. Yeah. It's vulturistic. Yeah. It's horrible. But like at the same time, you look at the fans and you think, actually, they're quite funny. Because I do know that there's a post that Emma Roberts put up. Yeah. Where, okay. Yeah, where she put up a post on Instagram that said, hello there. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and I don't think it had anything to do with and Star Wars. They're like, oh, and I mean thousands of fans. About General Grievous. Just said, uh, he's like, hello there. And then it said General... General Kenobi. General yeah, Kenobi, yeah. yeah. episode two. Yeah. Thousands of fans. Or was it just, episode three? I don't know. I think it was episode two. It might have been episode three, Jesus. Uh, honestly, I'm not that, I, I don't but know. But thousands and thousands of fans commented on that saying General Kenobi, General Kenobi. And I think yeah. that was hilarious. It's really funny, that aspect yeah. of it all. But like other, other than that, like take, taking the piss. But like, but ruining someone's career it's horrible. is not okay. Yeah. They are. The Star Wars fans are they're piranhas they're yeah piranhas. they really are they're, they're predators lunatics. like they're horrible yeah to ruin someone's career is just despicable in my opinion but at the same time they do, do All right, some funny how about stuff this? how about this how about we go through the star wars movies quick fire and see what we think about them from episode one prequels to the newest one okay phantom menace what do you think uh i think uh, yeah i mean look i, I like liam neeson yeah Oh, yeah, brilliant. I think he was good. I think he was a great character. He was good in that role, yeah. And I think Hugh McGregor was great. As oh, he always is. Always, is. always. And I think. The reveal of Dark Maul. Oh, Darth Maul looked amazing. Great. Where he brought that one great. lightsaber out, and then the second one came out, you're like, uh, oh shit. But Things are going down. Overall, pretty no, shit film. Not, not great. It's very racist tendencies in there with the Trade Federation. Yeah. Asian stereotypes. Not it's not to a mention great movie. His slave in owner. This Jar Jar Binks. Horrific. Oh god, Jar Jar Binks. Awful, was awful, awful, awful. Why? Who? Who the, thought that that was okay? He's a comic relief, though, wasn't he? Like, to, <laughs> but it was it, to the point where it's not funny anymore. But the funny thing was... When the physical was, comedy with Jar Jar Binks awful. is just horrible to watch. But the funny thing is, when that was first released, people were like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. Five-star reviews throughout the board. Really? But yeah, people loved it when they first saw it. Because they were starved of Star Wars fucking... Mm. Media, you know, Star Wars movies in particular. For years, yeah. For years between the last one and the, yeah, the yeah. Fenta, uh, episode one. So they were like, oh, this is the best. And then, you know, hindsight kind of, you know, the, the, the sheen yeah, kind of wore off. Yeah. Like, this is, this is not a good, good film. And personally, I think episode two is one of the worst Star Wars movies. 
it's because they should have known better. Yeah, they should have. They should have took the criticism from the first one when it was starting to come in and made it a better movie. But they doubled down and made yeah. it an absolute fucking mess. It is a nightmare to watch. A it's, CGI. Oh yeah, just, just disaster. A conglomerate of shit that was put together and just stitched and together. Was, it was awful. George Lucas at the time was untouchable. He was surrounded by yes men. Yeah, he would suggest these horrific ideas, and people around like, oh, well, yeah, hey. That, if it worked for the first trilogy, it sure as hell is going to no work now. No one told him no. But instead of what he did with the first trilogy, is he decided, oh, well, if he it worked overboard. in the first trilogy, I'm going to multiply it by 10. And overboard. surely that'll be better. Episode 2 was horrific. Episode 3... Was better. Was better. It was. There, it was. Uh, some of the dialogue was horrific. Some of the yeah. was bad. I mean, listen, you can look at episode well. 3 and say it's a bad film. It yeah. is. But it has moments. It's the, the, the best of a bad bunch. I think so. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to go to the battle of Mustafar. It's great. It's so But when you when you look good. at it with like a you're looking a bit tired. The fight choreography is awful. Like they're, they're not hitting, they're not swinging the lightsaber to hit each other. They're swinging the they're lightsaber. They're doing it to make it to look hit cool. The lightsaber. Yeah. It's, it's but it, it's 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 the scope of it. The, I think it looks great. It does look good. This the fucking music as well. Oh, battle John Williams. Fates. Oh Incredible. god, it's Incredible. so good. Episode 3 is good. I like it. It's it's the first Star Wars movie I watched. It'll always have a special place in my heart. Yeah. But at the same time, it's it's I think it's good. And I, and people will I'm sure there are fans out there if they ah. ever listen to this podcast will absolutely slate me for saying that it's a good movie. I like it. I, I think it's know. a good movie. I feel movie. like a lot of Star Wars movies Star Wars fans have come around to like and Revenge of the Sith. I think that, I think a lot of people like and it. And I think now. that's when you first kind of see Anakin and Obi-Wan as like well like yeah. you know you see that heartbreak in his eyes at the end yeah. where he has to he has That's to Hugh McGregor though he's a fantastic actor he's a brilliant actor and even I think Hayden Christensen did a really good job as Anakin I think he's, so as well he's there with his legs cut off and his arm and he's just like <laughs> I, f- I hate you I hate you and it's really like you. fuck like that is it's a powerful scene it I is and then episode four, The New Hope, the one we just watched. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably the best of the franchise. Cause it was I like the- Empire. Yeah, a lot of people say Empire is the best one. I like Empire. It is. It's really good, but The New Hope is the one that kicked it all off. It's, of course, yeah. It's the perfect kind of space opera film. Like, it's, Yeah. It's enthralling. Luke is a bit of a whiny cunt. He is it. a bit of a whiny cunt. But other than that, like, it, it invites you into this universe, this world where you're just so enthralled in the... The th- opening score, Star Wars, you know, smash cut, and then the th- the yeah. scrolling credits, and you, and it's like, oh shit, Episode Four. It's like you're just walking in mid within this soap opera, like yeah. And then the the credits roll in the beginning, and you're, like, you're caught up, and go, oh, I know what's happening now. And then the big fucking star destroyer comes over the black screen, chasing yeah. the little spacecraft, and you're like, oh, I'm I, I'm for this. Yeah. yeah. And then it cuts into the little uh, spacecraft, and then Darth Vader makes his entrance. He goes, oh, this guy. This guy means He's fucking terrifying. business. Yeah. Watching this in the the, the 1979, wasn't it? 1978. 77? Oh, you know what? I'm going to look it up really We're quickly. not experts in this field, everybody. We're not. We're casual fans. But like I said, I've got all the Harrison Ford movies here. <laughs> so if you give me a minute, I'll look at... And Harrison Ford is fantastic as He's Han Solo. Brilliant. A new he hope. is fantastic. So it's nineteen seventy seven. Seventy seven, yeah. Imagine nineteen seventy seven, you look at uh, Darth Vader and you are fucking terrified. Yeah. He's this all black character with this weird, you know, breathing breathing. It's just terrifying. Deep voice. It's so iconic as well. 
so you see Darth Vader for the first time and he's so powerful he's overpowerful he's got the force which you, you just introduced to where he can strangle that bit where people everyone's like oh your little magic oh yeah with your magic like, oh what are you gonna do and buddy like, and he chokes some guy out from across the room yeah. like oh fuck this guy means business it's such a good movie it's he's so, so it's, menacing it is the like paper example of the hero's story for me. yeah like a lot of screenplays and a lot of writing has taken aspiration from his story the hero's yeah. story like it's it's a paradigm within film writing like it's it's detriment like the hero's story is one of the most loved and utilized like, character types from a screenplay and it, yeah. it all kind of boils down it's not the first example of star wars but it is the most influential like it's, yeah 100 percent. it's important like a new hope is important within film history like as much as like I, I can shit on the franchise for all the do long all the do long day, but like, a new hope is, it's needed. It's I think it was needed within film history. Oh yeah, I mean it definitely broke the mold. It did. And it set the mold and then broke. Yeah. The mold. Yeah. I, it and was. Then, uh, and then fucking Empire Strikes Back come along where they lose. They Han Solo's in Carbonite at the end of it. Yeah. Luke is often fucking Dagobah. Like yeah. You know the whole I love you line of oh I know it it it's. It just it just flipped the genre on its head. Like, oh my god, they lost. The heroes what the fuck? lost. Yeah, yeah, exactly. For the first time in cinema history, the heroes have lost. Yeah, but one of the most memorable times. Oh yeah, lost. definitely. It's, it's it's incredible. Like, and many many film franchises have followed suit after that. Like, fucking even Back to the Future Two. Yeah. Where the DeLorean flies off and Doc gets struck by lightning and disappears. You're exactly. Like, oh, You're like, hold on a second. What about he's stranded? He's yeah. He's lost. And I love those movies. Yeah. The death. Yeah. Like it. it it's just it's such an important franchise but at the same time it's not the best it's, no no yeah it's like it's it, like people who love this movie are viewing it through rose tinted glasses oh of like, course it's they're viewing it through a certain prism where this, this is the best and I think at the time it most certainly was it certainly was yeah but films have come along after that have they've developed and, yeah and they've, they've evolved and they've moved with the times and unfortunately I feel like Star Wars has been left behind yes and uh, i think it does show a lot within return of the jedi where they go to the the moon of endor where the ewoks were involved and then once you know the ins and outs of hollywood where you're looking at this thinking oh well they've only reintroduced the ewoks to sell fucking figures yeah because they're cute merchandise because they're little chubby little teddy bears like Return of the Jedi is... And they've introduced scout troopers as well. Yeah. Which look cool, but... They do. Again, they were there to sell merchandise. Return of the Jedi really falls down to me. Like... Yeah. There are aspects in that, like, the final confrontation between Luke and Darth Vader and the the Emperor is gorgeous. Oh, brilliant, yeah. Cinematography is incredible. The tension, the music... It's when you find out that Darth Vader has actually kept a piece of himself. Yeah, it's a He's kept a piece of Anakin inside of him. Yeah. But overall, it's not that good of a movie. No, it's not. It's not. It, it, It falls down. It's all right, but like for people that love a new hope and for people that love uh, Empire Strikes Back, like myself, you watch, you know, you watch that. Uh, it's like okay, and then you have the new, the new f- trilogy, where I, I quite like Force Awakens. I think the Force Awakens is great, but it's just a carbon copy of a New Hope. Yeah, it is, and that's what, but, uh, that's what J.J. Abrams does, though. He 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 encapsulates that nostalgia. Because I just watched the first Star Trek with him mm. yesterday, and I loved it. But it's nothing new. It's J.J. Abrams to a T, where he takes what the franchise was loved for, not so much within Star Trek, because a lot of people hate that. But he yeah. takes what the franchise is known for, 
and he boosts it to a hundred percent. I suppose with Star Wars, you can really caption the nostalgia. You can sell the nostalgia. You can because it's so profitable. It's it's, so profitable. Yeah, yeah. The fans that grew up with A New Hope want. Well, I mean, I'm sure they've watched the prequels and thought this was absolute fucking garbage. Yeah, and then when they, it's generational. Like the people who knew the original trilogy probably hate the prequels. Yeah. And like me and you that grew up with the prequels, yeah. they have a special place in our heart. And then the people who grew up with the prequels who have had kids of their own. And then when the new franchise, the new trilogy came along, they brought their own kids and those kids loved it. Exactly. I'm sure they'll grow up to love the last three. You it's, know. it's such an interesting franchise. Movie it really like, is. It it, it's what you grew up with that you love. I mean, yeah. I, 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 have, I have huge respect and I love the, 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 the original trilogy. But at mm. the same time... Their prequels is your trilogy. Exactly. It's my trilogy. Yeah. It's what I grew up with and it's what I love. I liked it as well, but I've never had that 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 nostalgia for it. Like, I like the French, I like the world, but I just I don't care for it at all. Like I yeah. Like you, we've been planning, we've been watching Harrison Ford movies for weeks now. Yeah. And the threat of Star Wars has been looming heavy upon me. And you did not want to watch it. I did not want to watch it because I have to get myself ready for it to prepare for because like they're fu- Listen, I love the world. They're boring. They're boring. They're pretty fucking boring. <laughs> I mean, they took an ultimatum for Callum. It was like, if we go forward, we're going to have to watch The Expendables 3. Oh, God, no. Or A New Hope. And Callum was like, right, it's Ugh. the lesser of the two evils. Yeah. We'll watch A New Hope. I was I... like, if you're ready, because we're going to have to watch A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back. We're going to have to watch all four. I don't love them. I don't love them. Yeah. They're okay to me. I love I love, I love, love the achievement of the Lucas fucking craft in that world i love the man's mind but i just don't care for the movies yeah like my favorite star wars movie is probably either rogue one or solo and they're not within the the main no, story no, they're, yeah they're little spin-offs yeah. i love solo a lot i i like solo and I, it's so fun it's like a little romp it is it is fun it's stupid it is but it's fun i i love rogue, rogue one, one i it's, found quite it, yeah the characters really fall down the writing yeah. falls down but it is such a gorgeous Star Wars movie Gareth Edwards technically directed it though he was a bit shoved off he was a bit pushed aside towards the end it wasn't made public he was kind of uh, sidelined but that man he directed the first Godzilla and he directed yeah. this movie called Monsters where he worked on it practically by himself he'd done the CGI he didn't, yeah. and that man knows how to do scale within the film and when the Death Star was looming upon the Rogue One, yeah. you got the the proper like scale of that beast. But it's in such that, a fantastic movie. It's gorgeous looking. But that film also encapsulates because in, in in the first trilogy, you see Darth Vader, and he's you know he's scary and he's dangerous, and he's you know he's he's a terrible villain. He's bad, you know. But you don't really see the full scale of his power. Until you get to the end of Rogue One. Oh, yeah. And yeah, he yeah. absolutely destroys every rebel in his oh, sight. Oh, my God. He's and he's throwing them against the wall. And he's slashing them down with his lightsaber. Mm. And every bit of that is fucking perfection. It is. It shows how dangerous and how terrible and how scary Darth Vader really is. Now, we're opening a can. <laughs> <laughs> and it shows you that. He's not something to be fucking no. messed with. It's some of the he best Star Wars ever made. You up. I went yeah. to go see that movie twice in the cinema just, for just to see scene. the last scene. With it's Darth amazing. Vader. It's amazing. And like, I, it has, uh, the best Star Wars material is The Mandalorian. Oh, it's so good. Which isn't the films. It's a TV series. And, and Disney uh, Plus, you're thinking, like, I'm watching amazing. The Mandalorian thinking, 
every episode I'm watching, I'm thinking, this is great. It's gorgeous. I'm I'm in capture. I'm just loving it. Yeah. And I watch the films and I think, yeah, they're, they're good, but... The Mandalorian's better. I'm like, yeah, The Mandalorian's so much better. It's so much better. And I'll tell you this much. The best Star Wars material I've ever seen in my life is the last, like, three or four episodes of the final season of The Clone, of the Clone Wars. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. The Siege of Mandalore. See, it's I've, incredible. I, I watched the movie... And then I went into the first episode of the Clone Wars because the movie comes first, mm-hmm. uh, and they changed the the animation style. And I was like, "What the fuck is this shit?" Yeah, you have to get through two, two seasons of that to get into the the good animation. I think it looks awful in the first two seasons. It's a different style of animation. It looks kind of cell shaded and stuff. And then uh, yeah, I, I, I don't really care for that. I uh, look. I will go back and I'll watch all of the Clone Wars, but there's a lot to it. <laughs> there is a lot to it, but like. I don't know, like, Star Wars is such a big net, and I feel like if they let people get involved who are passionate about the, the IP, yeah. like Dave Filoni, he's the one that made Clone Wars, and he's a, the main driving force, one yeah. of the main drivers of the Mandalorian, you can make something beautiful. And he did, he made and something he great with Jon Favreau, and, and yeah. having different directors in to direct the episodes, but I think it was really good, because you've you've Taika Waititi directing an episode which was quite humorous Peyton and then Reed you, directed a few you've Bryce, Bryce Dallas, Dallas Howard. Howard it was a great episode George Romero directed one brilliant no not like, George Romero George uh, the guy who done yeah what's the, what's the movie fucking um, Spy Kids yeah yeah yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Well, he's the one that made that uh, movie with fucking Boba Fett remember Boba Fett done the whole action scene oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. George Ramirez Ramirez yes is it yeah yeah like that's that's Star Wars shouldn't be about this fucking this clamp upon like the it's fucking... tied down with George yeah, Lucas it is it's like, tied to a certain thing whereas I think Rise of Skywalker was so crippled oh god it was awful by the overarching story if you let people who love the franchise let loose in that oh, universe, God, yeah. they can create something fantastic. The fans know the universe better than anyone who's ever going to make it. They they love the films to death. And that's why I think... They should have input. You could create something absolutely beautiful if the fans had some sort of input. Yes. Like you see in The Mandalorian, was the four, the fifth, the four or fifth, or the, the 501. The 501 Legion yeah. were in that... And the minute I knew that that was happening, I thought, "Wow, this is it's it's so much better." They're coming in with their own, their own uh, stormtrooper costumes, and it it's like, "Wow," because mm. uh, John Favreau was like, "We we couldn't get as many costumes in. We couldn't get many stormtroopers, and we called on the fifth or first legion, yeah, and they came through." Because I, I was watching of the documentary of it after, and it was like, "Wow!" I was like, "That is so powerful that this." This group of people who have who created their, who the cosplayed their own costumes, have come to the aid of Star Wars just to make something magnificent. Yeah, it's pretty. And it's, it's beautiful. It's, it's like a brilliant. sense of community. Of course, yeah. And and you, you can't say anything bad about it. Like they're the fans. They're the diehard fans who do this, and they don't do it like they do it for cosplay because it's what they enjoy. And the fact that they came to the aid of the Mandalorian to create something that was absolutely magnificent to create mm. a more menacing presence was brilliant it's just it's such a it's just a beautiful creative world where like 
The Rise of Skywalker is by far one of the worst Star Wars movies. It's awful. It's fucking horrific. I hated it. I hate... I've only seen it once in cinema. Yeah, I, I, I won't. Let's go see it together. Yeah, yeah. I refuse to watch it again. Awful. Awful. awful I don't think I'll ever watch it again. It's no. just terrible. It's just bad. Everything about it but is bad. But in saying that, I like The Last Jedi. I like the risks it took. I like the, the, the aspects of the world it told. I thought it was I really liked interesting. parts of The Last Jedi. Same. Like, Which I is like most people. I, I like parts of I didn't it. like that anything to do with Rose and Finn and the casino world. That was bullshit. But yeah. everything else was pretty fucking cool to me. I loved it. That, now, fir- that final showdown with Kylo Ren and the, the ghost I think it's of brilliant. Luke. It was gorgeous looking. Where he's terrified, but he's like fire on It was them. fucking amazing. And if the dust clears and he's still there he's still and Kylo's like, there. what the fuck? Like you can see the fear in his yeah. eyes that this is the man who trained me. But he's still fucking standing. Yeah. He doesn't know he's a force ghost yet. But yeah, I feel like it was underplayed because it was time to get, you know, her to use her force to get everybody out. Oh, Do you know God. what I mean? It was just really crippled. Ugh. Really, really, really. I was like, that's what you're going to use him for. You're going to use him as a distraction. of Ray being a Palpatine. Just, yeah. It's just cheap. Oh it's just cheap. It was such a fucking cop out. And the fact that Finn was so underutilized he could have been in such an incredible character i think and even I was, john Boyega knows the fact that he was fucking used as a cheap because i was saying this to callum earlier i was saying in the first movie he, he he was wielding a lightsaber yes and it gave everyone a tease of like wow and i think even though john Boyega wasn't well he was at the end of the films force sensitive or whatever i would have preferred if he wasn't force sensitive and became just a light, like just became really handy yeah, with a lightsaber. A competent swordsman. Exactly. I think it would have been brilliant it because he, been he doesn't have the force, which gives him a disadvantage against you know some Kylo, of the Sith. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, he's really good. He's really sword. He's really yeah. crafty with a fucking lightsaber. He's a trained stormtrooper. He would have trained himself. Have I think experience. that would have been amazing because it, it gives him a disadvantage. But at the same time, he's really fucking crafty with it. They dropped the ball. They did. They really did. The new trilogy is awful. Because it's at least the prequels good. had a fucking vision. The new trilogy capitalized off nostalgia. Yes. That's it. And the, the prequel trilogy had a vision. This new franchise had no fucking direction. Nope. They originally intended for J.J. Abrams to do the first one. Mm-hmm. And then Rean Johnson to do the second one. And then Colin Trevorrow to do the third one. And then they But could... then Colin Trevorrow made a film in between that. Between Jurassic World and... And Star Wars called The Book of Henry. And yeah. it was universally panned by both audiences and critics. It wasn't very good. I haven't seen it myself. Yeah, but I've heard it's awful. Yeah, I've and heard it's Disney, bad. who are just renowned for getting cold feet with their directors yeah. within the Star Wars franchise. You look at Chris Law, uh, Chris, Chris, Chris and Phil, the guys who done this uh, fucking... Who done the fucking 21 Jump Street. Yeah. Yeah. They even, were originally supposed to do solo. They got sacked. But like Josh Trank as well, you know, they got Josh him. Josh Trank in, was supposed yeah. to do a Boba Fett film. Yeah. He made Fantastic Four and we're and shit it was on. Tanked, they yeah. sacked him. Yeah. Uh, fucking Trevor was supposed to do episode nine. He done a shit film before that. They sacked him, brought back in. It's just like they've no, they've no fucking what, courage. Yeah. What, yeah. What am I thinking? It is. They've it's, no fucking. I don't know. They just don't trust the filmmakers that they're hired. And I don't so know. then they like, brought Abrams back, uh, it's just, and he was trying to do and what he, he tried to undo the yeah the second film mess of yeah the last and it's, it's just, like what it are got you messy and it, it got, got sloppy it did it did it got ridiculous it was a terrible film and a terrible ending and it just 
it just really ruined it. Ruined it. the Skywalker saga. It started off so strong with Force Awakens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, yeah. And it kind of carried that through the Last Jedi. Last Jedi. And they got someone competent, Trevorrow, who I think would have made a good movie. Like yeah. his, his script has leaked online, and you could have read it. And I've read it, and I've watched a movie, a video, at an animated clip, Mister Sunday Movies. Uh, his YouTube channel. He also right. hosts Weekly Planet, one okay. of my favorite podcasts. Who we take a lot of inspiration from. Yeah, we do. Yeah, they're he great. He released a video on his YouTube channel, YouTube channel about an animated short about his Trevorrow's original script, and I think it would would have worked a lot better. But Disney just don't have the courage to. No, Disney are a bunch of fucking cowards. They really are. They really are. They've absolutely ruined Star Wars. Like they have. They have. They have. They've they've done a more destructive job than George Lucas has done with the prequels. But I think they're, in a way, kind of mending that with the Disney Plus series. Yeah, I get like, yeah, I'm like, very excited for Obi-Wan. Oh, yeah, and as also am the, I. And the, also the, uh, the Book of Boba Fett. Oh, I'm so excited I'm for that. I'm really excited for that. Uh, yeah, they've set and them even, up beautifully. Even the but this big, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she was great. She, she was, was fantastic. She was so good. I'm more excited for what they have to do with the Disney Plus of, uh, Star Wars and what they have to do with the film. Yeah. I think if Disney are going to be wise about this, they should take a break cinematic wise and build up their universe and their world and then within these short series on Disney Plus. Yeah. And if a character works in those series, maybe give them their own film. Yeah. Build up the world gradually like they used to, like they've done before, after the original after the trilogy ended or whatever, and then they, they released novels and comics that was the original Star Wars Expanded Universe. And then that was cancelled for Star Wars Legends. They built up the world. They built the characters like upon themselves. Do that with the Disney Plus series. Yeah. And then make movies about them. Yeah. Then make movies about them. Like Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson, the guy who made Last Jedi, had said he's making his own Star Wars trilogy. And I'm, I'm quite excited for that. Because he's, yeah. he's a different. He's a visionary. He's, he's He made Looper. Like, I don't, oh, yeah. I don't love that movie. But like the ideas were fantastic. I do like the idea of Looper, though. I, I, like I watched it. it. I don't know. I'm, I'm wishy It's a bit iffy. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm very excited to see what he has to... Ha- to what he has for the Star Wars franchise. Because he's doing an original IP. Like, so let me ask you a question, right? Of course. Because I love the Battle of Mustafar. Yeah. What do you think of that battle? Episode 3. Episode... No, no, no. Not episode 3. What do you think... Mustafar is a eight. Episode eight. Yeah, where uh, Kylo and Rey are fighting. Ah. Ah. <laughs> uh. Now I watched that recently enough. I watched it last summer, so over a year ago. That's the Last Jedi. That is the Last Jedi. And I watched it knowing. Now I watched it knowing. Uh, beforehand is that when they were in Snoke's chamber? Yeah, I watched it knowing beforehand ah, that these okay. guys were gonna come in. And I'm watching the background. The Imperial Guard, I'm, I'm I think they're called. deliberately watching the background because I watched sloppy. the video on it beforehand. Where the, these guys are fucking twirling their shit around. They're nowhere near Kylo or Rey. They're just twirling their shit around in the background. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And he's yeah. fighting one guy and everyone else in the background is twirling but, their shit. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? At least with the Battle of Mustafar, there was no one else. It was them fighting each other. And I thought it was fucking great. Okay. See, like... When you focus just upon the subject as you're supposed to focus on, like when you're watching the movie, you, you your eyes are locked upon Ray and Kylo. Yeah. But then when you watch it a second time and you're looking at the background and thinking, 
Yeah, the first time I watched it, like I remember the first time I saw it in cinema, I thinking, yeah. "This is fucking incredible." I thought it was cool. I was like, this is so fucking incredible. Yeah. And then I watched it a second time, and I thought, "This is sloppy." Yeah. The people, the the people in the background, they don't know what they're doing. They're bouncing they're just the place, bounce to the bed. They're just swinging their swords swinging around. their swords around, so it looks cool in the background. Like, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. not realistic it's, in any way. And yeah. I know Star Wars isn't realistic because it's sci-fi, but at the same time, it's lazy. these people aren't going to be standing around flipping their swords around. They're going to be attacking Kylo it's, it's lazy. or Rey or whatever. Yeah, it's you lazy know. choreography, yeah. I don't know. Like, first watch is fantastic. It's a spectacle. Second watch, you're like, oh, you're, di- you're digesting it all. You're thinking, this this isn't good. No. Third watch, you're thinking, this is atrocious. Because I watched, I watched a, some review on it, and it was like, what the fuck are they doing in the background? And then I went and watched the movie last summer. I watched all all the the the, the last trilogy, the in, new trilogy in one night while I was dyeing my hair. Weird night. <laughs> but I watched that movie again, and I just deliberately stuck to that scene and i was like what the fuck are they doing in the back yeah I was like, he's dead right he's like what the fuck is this cunt's just flipping his fucking all over the place yeah and i'm like why but like a lot of a lot just of don't have him in the shot a lot of fight choreography in star wars suffers from that like that fight between yoda and dooku where he's just fucking bouncing about the place Horrific. he's absolutely just jumping from here to here yeah one, episode two i think it is it's awful yeah it's terrible I like it. <laughs> no, I don't think I it's good. I do. Vocal. I mean, Yoda's... Old man swinging at fucking... But nothing. we never, no. ever got to see Yoda in a Because fight. he isn't that kind of fucking fighter. But he's Yoda's about supposed to be the... The force. He's all yeah. about like, philosophy. He's not the cunt to swing about a sword. He's the guy to but use... But he has a lightsaber, so... Well, every Jedi has a lightsaber. I think that fight was so weak. I don't know. I think it was a way to introduce Yoda into it. And I nah. know he doesn't use his force as much, which is a shame. But we got to awful. see his fighting style, and he is a fucking menace. He's jumping mm, around. Nah, How the it, fuck it, do you it, keep it, track of that cunt? It, it didn't work for me at all. At all. Like, we go back and forth on all the time. Like, I love the scene in episode four where Obi-Wan and Darth Vader are fighting each I other. I hate it. You hate it. I love I it. I hate it. Why do you hate it? I hate it because, and I know you're going to, you, you have a counterpoint to this. I do. Yeah, I know you do. But um, I just think it could have been more. I think they're what? there. It's and they're, they're there. No, hold on. He's got his lightsaber out. And they kind of touch a little bit. Yeah. And he's, oh, oh, hold on now a second. Oh, but you I'll were touch that. some spectacle where they're jumping around <laughs> the place, swinging I don't swords. want them jumping around the place. I just no. want something more. It's it... two old men holding light sticks and they're barely touching each other. And I know but that, like, I know that, I know that, I know that Obi-Wan was supposed to die and become a force. Ghost. He knew he was supposed to But couldn't to he give us a little bit of a spectacle Why before his way he, out? Like, because we're the people watching the film. We deserve a spectacle. It wasn't supposed to be a battle between two swordsmen. It was supposed to be a battle between two, like, uh, dare I say, philosophers. Like, yeah, people, like a battle of the mind. friends, yeah. Uh, old like, student and master meeting each other like, going... Darth Vader, no one's going to win. Yeah. Everyone knows he's going to lose. Going, fuck it. Like, if he strikes me down, I'll rise stronger. But like, wasn't it supposed to be a distraction? Yes, and that's what it was. Cause yeah, it but it could have just gone a little bit longer. No, no, no. I love no, the no. SC. Is it SC? Whatever it is. Freaking, the the fan-made one on YouTube. It's it so is cool. good. Yeah, but, like, I love the original. It's where you're watching. You're like, fuck, no, yeah. This could... If, if this happened... This would have been amazing. Yeah, of course, but like I love it's the two original. old men but barely touching lightsabers. It's the force. When Jedi's aren't supposed to be all about the spectacle of the battle, they're supposed to be about the battle of the mind. 
Okay, yeah. That's what the Force is. It's tranquility within oneself and then projected upon the universe. It's a midi-chlorine count. Like, get the fuck out of here with that. <laughs> no, no, if you're going to no, go no, into no. this, you got to take every bit of Star Wars with you. Four within episode four. You're looking at episode four within episode four. You're not looking at the midi-chlorines from, from the prequels. You're looking at episode four within episode four. <laughs> as episode four is by itself. And it's part of canon, is it not? It is, but like the so? people didn't know. That's like fucking... 40 years afterwards man like yeah it just it works it works within the, the movie itself and it works within the original trilogy that obi-wan wasn't jumping around the place and they weren't throwing stuff at each other it, it is the force isn't supposed to be this big spectacle it's supposed to be a chess battle in the mind it's, it's but then the that. luke the battle between luke and darth vader was so much better it wasn't that grandioso compared to the but original. But it was one. a hell of a lot better than that. Well, Luke is young and spry. Of course it's going to be better than that. Obi-Wan was on his deathbed. Yeah, I suppose, but we'll always have conflicting views They're on two that. old minds clashing two together. Two old men wielding fucking light swords at each other. that's what it is. But I, it's like a chess battle. Something could have happened. No, if something happened like grandiose, it would have taken away from the whole... You're a master of evil, Darth. It's great. I, it's so space opera-esque. It's mm. so within its time. I love it. It's my favorite scene. I think it's nothing special. I think it fits in with the movie, and that's about it. It's amazing. I don't think it's amazing. When you look at the 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 influences from George Lucas, and you look at the time it was filmed, and you look at what brought afterwards, and look at the characters as a whole, it it works perfect. Now maybe it's because when I first watched the Star Wars film, you were young and you wanted to battle. Not even then. I watched them, like Jesus Christ. and 23 today so about five years ago when i was 18 um i watched i really want to get a piece of bread go get your piece of bread all right you want to keep talking i'll keep talking i've my bread he's gonna get his bread he's he's got this bread he loves are you gonna you know what butter me up a piece piece i'll have a piece of bread bread. butter me up a piece you know what there's pesto up there use a bit of that as well as you see fit yeah i don't know whatever you whatever you see fit a little bit of, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. So, yeah. I started watching these when I was about 18. Where I thought... Sprout. When I thought, I'm going to watch all of them. Because I think I, I think I got a subscription to Now TV or something. And all, <laughs> all six episodes were there. And I, I remember asking a friend in school, how should I watch them? And he said, watch them in chronological order. So, watch them episode one to six. Oh, no. That's, that's bad. That's, that's a bad direction. Well, that's what he told me to do. No, no. So I watched them episode one to six. So I watched, and I came to episode four, A New Hope, and I thought, what the fuck is this? Now, obviously, you know, the effects aren't going to be as good. And I accepted that because it's 1977. But at the same time, I looked at that battle between Darth Vader and Obi-Wan, and I thought, what the fuck is this? Like, they're these two horrible-looking light swords, and they're just... It's pesto, yeah. No. Oh, okay. And they're just kind of touching them against each other. And I get it's supposed to be a battle of wits or a battle of, you know, I know I'm going to die, but couldn't you've put on a spectacle for the fans? <laughs> couldn't you've done a little... Couldn't you've done a, just a little bit more? Just something to tide us over, you know? You want some grated cheese? You've got cheese in your... I know, ah, I'll be all right without it. Okay. Um, <laughs> this episode's a bit of a mess. 
but we're also really fucking drunk. Like we've drank oh, fucking like I'm on my eighth can or something. Yeah. Keep talking about Star Wars. Hey, listen. Um, Your mate told you to watch more Connor Wars, which I think is just a detriment as itself. I'd never tell someone to watch Star Wars and Connor Wars. I would. No, episode four to six, and then one to three. No, I tell them to watch the chronological no, order. It doesn't add a sense because if you're going to watch it on Disney Plus, you're going to see the episode 3 and you're going to see Anakin Skywalker show up and you're like, who the fuck is this cunt? What did George Lucas think when he was making these? That's enough. Like, what the fuck was he doing? It's lovely. Sorry for the listeners. You can probably hear me chewing on some bread. It's going to oh, be we're gonna awful. We're, we're going to be chewing. And you know what? I'm not going to edit any of this. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Listen. There's going to be fuck all edits in this. You're going to just have to take it as it is. Just raw audio. Oh, yeah. That's good bread. It's good bread. Where'd you get that bread? Super value. It's good bread. It's good bread. Now, we're not sponsored by Super Value, no, but no, no, no. if you want to shop there, go for it. Ask for the good bread. <laughs> <laughs> and if they have Star Wars for sale, buy it, you know? Why not? It's good bread. Anyway, uh, you're saying? I finished my piece. Okay, so just... Uh, just this is your counter-argument now. Star Wars is Star Wars, and it's a giant within media. Oh, of course. No one has been untouched by the franchise. No one is like a Star Wars version. They, if they haven't seen it themselves, they know someone who loves if it. If someone hasn't seen Star Wars, are you living under a fucking rock? Like, mm. how have you not seen one of the most popular pop culture uh, franchises in cinema history? Like, how? It's, it's just. Sure, we have to watch fucking. Oh god, we're just fucking. We're just you have know, fucking four hours before <laughs> there were three hours before he's in. Yeah. Oh my god. You looking forward to it? No, I don't care for this franchise. But in saying that, I'm currently like I've been reading through a novel, a book I have about the whole. It's called How Star Wars Conquered the Universe, I think it's called, or Conquered the World. And it's a fantastic book. It really gives a an insight behind the background of George Lucas and like the behind the scenes and all. But I I stopped reading it a couple of months ago after I started college again because yeah. I need to focus on my college. But I'm going to go back to it. And it, it's a really good book. Like, it's really insightful. Like, it tells a really interesting story about the making of the films and all. But, like, I just, I don't know. Like, a lot of people I know love the movie. And a lot of people I don't know love the movie. Mm-hmm. And it's just... I keep thinking, why? Like this, like what? What? What is one of your favorite franchises? Wow, my favorite franchises would probably be Back to the Future. Would you count that as a franchise? Though I just made, th- well, yeah, I would. It's a trilogy. Yeah, it's a trilogy, and I had a lot of, uh, had a cartoon, I think, as well. Maybe. Yeah, it wouldn't be as prolific as uh, Star Wars. No, now, but, but like, it is my yeah, favorite yeah, trilogy. Yeah. What? I love that movie. Those movies <sighs> to death, like. What is my favorite trilogy? What is my favorite franchise? Well, you'd have Toy Story. For I love Toy Story. What do you mean for some reason? <laughs> the four Toy Story movies are some of the best movie films ever made. I don't care for them. Toy Story is incredible. Again, I don't care for them. Why not? I just find them boring. 
<laughs> I can hear so much cheering. <laughs> There's just so much cheering from both mics. I'm really enjoying this bread. <laughs> this bread is really good. I mean, it's you're good like, bread. But like you're chewing and you're also <laughs> heavy breathing. <laughs> heavy breathing. <laughs> While drinking a can of Rockshore. <laughs> this is a sponsorship for Rockshore. Clink. Everyone should drink Rockshore. It's good beer. It's gonna sound so gross. Oh yeah. You know what? You know what would be really funny if I don't even edit this at all and just upload it. I, I think you will though. Well, I said I don't love Toy Story. Uh, I just Toy Story is such a gorgeous. I don't care for it. Why not? I just find it boring. They're watching. They're toys, but it's a human story. (laughs) Why don't we just watch that movie? Was it Monster? Was that? Uh, was that? Uh, <laughs> I've said what is that uh, about three times? Monsters Inc. No, 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 no! I'll never go back and watch Monsters Inc. Because in my mind, Monsters Inc. is the best movie in the world. Weirdo. I'll never go back and watch it as an adult because I know it won't live up to the standard I've set as a teenager. That movie, uh, Toy Soldiers. Who Chris and Dance? Yeah. Fuck that movie. Why don't we just watch that instead of fucking Toy Story? Guess how many times I've seen that movie. I've seen that movie too many times. Guess how many times I've seen that movie. Have you seen it more than I have? How many times have you seen it? Six. I've seen it a lot more times. Oh, wow, okay. Guess how many times I've seen it. Have you seen it 15? 16. Wow. 16 times in my entire life. That's too many times to see Toy Soldiers. I don't even like it either. (laughs) I don't even like it. This is the thing with Caleb. He'll go home and he'll watch a movie. How many times have you seen Tag? Tag, I've seen Tag like eight times. Why? It's not a good movie. We've seen that in cinema and I thought, I've got the whole story locked. After seeing Tag in cinema, I thought, I know what it's all about. It's not that complicated. I know what it's all about. I can memorize all the scenes from it. And yet this cunt has gone home and watched it eight more times. I've seen it so many times. Why? I don't know. Why would you? <laughs> I would go home from uh, from Tag and think, I understand the film. It's not complicated in any way, it's shape, or form. <laughs> but I thought, you know, what? I have it down. I don't need to watch it again. I'm, I'm not really glad I watched it because it's not a great film. But I thought, I have it locked. I understand what it's about. Yeah, this Callum went home and was like, you know what? I'm gonna watch it seven more times. Hey, Callum, how many times have you watched the original Suicide Squad? Oh my god, too many. Like 17, 18. Why? I don't know. I don't know. I've seen it so many times. I don't even like it. You know what the bad thing is? He's not going to watch the new one nearly as much as he watched the old Maybe one. Maybe I will. No, you won't. I guarantee you, though, by the time the new one rolls around, I would have seen the original Suicide Squad at least 20 times. Why? I, it's not I, a good I, film. I, I think I have an illness. <laughs> I think I have an illness. Like, I'm all for watching bad films once. But he, he, he'll keep going with them. It's really good bread. It's good bread. Such a good bread. Like, I went through a phase where I watched a load of mediocre horror films, like... Me too, man. I went a year watching a lot of mediocre horror Let me movies. talk about something here while I'm really, really drunk, and I'm going to be like <laughs> that guy who's like, let me talk about something here. All right? I used to have to go to Galway every week, right? Every fucking week. And For two we classes. We live in Navin, by the way. Yeah, so Galway Other is... Other sides of the country. Galway is like a, a bus to Dublin, and then a fucking An hour bus, bus to Dublin. Yeah, uh, and then a, a two-and-a-half-hour two train or bus to if Galway. If you're lucky. Yeah, which it was two and a half hours on the bus because traffic was light because of COVID. There wasn't many, as many cars on the road and whatnot. 
So yeah, I used to do that every week for four weeks uh, towards the end of the semester. And <laughs> I fucking hate telling people about this. But because I didn't have accommodation down there, because I wasn't a fucking idiot buying accommodation for half a year. I got accommodation for a bit in my last year. Yeah, because you're, you're an idiot. He wasn't on campus at all. Like I was. If, if I got accommodation, it would kind of in some way, twisted way, make sense. But he didn't. So I was like, fuck it, I have to do four weeks. I'll just get this hotel room. Mm. Mm-hmm. They're offering student rates, 45 euro a night. Ooh. I was like, all right, I have to do it because I want to pass the year. Yeah. So you it's know. not like you're going to fucking vomit. Like, yeah. You keep fucking... Bread and beer. I mean, bread, bread and beer. Beer is bread, but anyways. <laughs> so yeah, I'm coming down to go every week. 45 year on the hotel. Um, I'm bringing a HDMI with me on my laptop so I can watch TV on the big screen. Because yes, am I yes. fuck going to watch RT 1 and 2 for the whole Get fucking night? Get the fuck night? out of here with that, huh? How many times can you listen to the Angelus at once before you kill yourself? Uh, I mean, twice is enough. Three. Three Angelus. And then you're hanging. I mean, you're, yeah. So one night before my, my last night there, I decided, you know, I'm going to watch something light, something easy while I got my McDonald's for dinner. Did you watch Zodiac? No, I watched Ant-Man. Get the fuck out of here. And then Ant-Man finished and I watched half of Ant-Man and the Wasp. No one watches Ant-Man. And then I finished that and I came back thursday evening and i invited callum over to my house because after thursday evening i'll just go home and i go to sleep yes. so i invited callum over friday night to watch w- a, a harrison ford movie <laughs> or a paranormal activity movie which he suggested yeah I'm and really when he came in that. i was nearly finished that man and the wasp mm-hmm. and he's like why the fuck are you watching he couldn't comprehend callum could not comprehend the fact that i watched ant-man and ant-man and the wasp in in over two nights he was like Hold on a second. Why have you watched those movies? I was like, oh, because they're light. They're kind of funny. I enjoy them. He's like, no, 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 no. I walked in. But he couldn't understand the fact that I watched two films. He couldn't understand it. He just couldn't understand it. The <laughs> fact that he's watched Suicide Squad nearly 20 times <laughs> was out of the question. All right. The fact that he's watched Tag seven or eight times, out of the question. The fact that I wanted to watch a mediocre Marvel film was incomprehensible to him. He thought, he couldn't wrap his head around it. He's like, hold on a second. Now he was scratching his head while he was doing this. He's like, well, Ant-Man and the Wasp. I was like, yeah. He's like, and you watched in. Ant-Man before? I was like, yeah, I watched it when I was in Galway. He's like, but, I but why? I walked into your living room and I saw Michael Douglas's face <laughs> on your TV and I thought, I said to you, are you watching Ant-Man and, and the Wasp? He's like, are you watching an Ant-Man movie? He's like, yeah. I was like, why? He's like, well, why not? I was like, why? It's such a nothing movie. It's such a, like a just a media. Like Paul Rudd's great. Yeah, He's exactly. Fantastic. Why wouldn't I watch I that? Thought, why would you seek this film out voluntarily? Like I thought, is there someone in his house making him watch this at like, gunpoint? I, I was like, I thought, are you being held hostage here? Why are you watching Ant-Man in the Wasp, you weirdo? He goes, because I want to watch the movie. <laughs> okay, you're, you're, I want to watch Ant-Man in the Wasp. Which is leagues ahead of the fucking Suicide Squad. Hey now, hey. Or Jack. At, at least Suicide Squad had some sort of, like, vision. Ant-Man and the Wasp is so cookie-cutter, it disgusts me. Uh, Suicide Squad at least tried to do something different. Ant-Man and the Wasp is actually... Ant-Man Hang is actually funny. Suicide Squad is Hang a mess. Let, let me ask you this. Whenever Ant-Man and the Wasp cut to a different scene with some character, did they play some sort of... 
arbitrary, abrupt musical score that didn't fit the scene oh. whatsoever. Um, I don't think so. Did Suicide Squad play at least fifty <laughs> songs throughout the movie? Uh, yeah. They there was that one scene. Too many <laughs> pop culture songs. There was that one scene where they were driving a Range Rover down a road, and for some reason Eminem was playing. And then ten seconds later, another song was playing. And then thirty seconds later, another song was playing. And it got to the point where I thought, Am I having a stroke? Am I having a stroke here? Did I leave my Spotify on shuffle in the next room? Why are there so many different songs playing? Did that man in the wasp do that? No. No, because they had a competent film director. I don't think so. Did that man in the wasp have Michelle Pfeiffer? Yeah, maybe. It, but... What do you mean maybe? <laughs> I'm pretty sure she was in the film. No, no, no. Hold on now. If you ask me. Now, personally, I think she was in the film. But I'm going to let the audience decide here. Was she in the film? And if so... You're going to do fuck all about it. Because <laughs> you don't follow us on Instagram. No, 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 no. You don't follow us on Twitter. And you certainly don't follow us We know us who our real Facebook. fans are out there. And, uh, you know, it's not you. <laughs> My God. But listen, was... Paisley boys, get on it. Get on it, fellas. We're, we're always shouting you out every episode. Get on it, follow us, and then we'll have a conversation <laughs> with you. And if you're even lucky, you get on the podcast with us. Let's do a live show in Paisley. In Paisley. Could you the Paisley boys. We'll go to Paisley Community Centre. <laughs> and then for afterwards, we'll go to the Paisley Bar. I imagine that's what it's called. I mean, I'm what else is it going to be called? Uh, what the fuck am I going to title this episode? Because <laughs> Star Wars finished like half an hour ago. A long time ago. Anyways, um, can we bring it back to Star Wars? Do you have any, do you have any like little news or anecdotes? Because we talked about your tattoo in the beginning. Do you have any like any other anecdotes about your personal life? Because I've been, the reason why... Nothing the, I would share on podcast. Of course. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I feel like I should have mentioned this up top, but the reason why there hasn't been an episode is because I'm going through my final batch of finals at college. He's busy, busy typing I'm in my final year at college and I've got my last set of assignments to do. I've got like five essays to do. Um, I'm about two and a half. Do you know if I say it's through? He's deep. He's deep. Yeah, so that's where we took a break. But we're doing this impromptu episode because we're pissed and we watched the horrors and we're like, fuck it, let's do it. Yeah, we had a lot of cans. Yeah, and we're going to do another one before episode 16 of our, uh, you know. Because we're currently listening to three vinyls that each other have recommended. So there will be another episode, a short one like this. And I'll be honest with you. I'll be very, very surprised if anyone has listened this far because we're an hour and a half, hour and 20 minutes in the. <laughs> Right, an hour and 20 minutes in. And it's absolute shy talk. Absolute bollocks. Absolute I'm very surprised if anyone listens this far in. If anyone and listens if to have, it, though, it's because you like our, our, our camaraderie. Camaraderie. Between, uh, listen, it's our charisma we if have. If you've listened this far in, give me a ring on my phone number at 085-197-1755. You are way too brave. That is... No one's going to call me. That is way too dangerous. Or text me. Or... S- whatever scam them <laughs> do you have anything else to say uh, not really I suppose we'll end it there I mean I've said all I want to say it's about Star Wars it's 6.15 a.m. in the morning oh my god the sun is just beaming the down the sun is in my yeah it's in my back you gonna wrap it up I think we should wrap it up you gonna go up. for a fag yeah oh. well, I'll go for a piss first but yeah and this has been our Star Wars New Hope episode and I think that's what I'm gonna title it Star Wars New Hope uh, Star Wars A New Hope In brackets Shy talk Because <laughs> that's what it in is In brackets Bucket talk Oh, oh, oh. Saying I'm brand, saying I'm He's brand. good fellas good. He's fucking good uh, Don Draper No Callum O'Neill oh, oh. 
because I'm going ham. You wish you could be John Draper. Let's end it here. Okay. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Thank you for listening to our impromptu episode. It has been a nightmare and it has been a mess. But if you made it this far, give me a ring or a text on my phone number. I listed it earlier. Or follow our Instagram at Talking Bucketheads uh, on Instagram. Yeah, do do that because. Or our personal Instagrams. Mine is I'm probably the real Camel And mine is Issa underscore Insta underscore you page. Ch- you should change that. I probably should. You should change that. Yeah. That was that was brought out after uh, Twenty One Savage released Issa album, and I thought, oh, that's pretty funny. I'll release Issa Insta page. Change your name. I will. Do it. Do it. I will. Anyway, thank you for listening. It's been a delight to be back in front of the microphone. And we, uh, we've we loved, loved this, it. haven't we? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And if it's, you like this, great. Uh, sure, send it to a friend or your mum or your dad or your dog. You know, your dad would love it. <laughs> your dad would love it. Because <laughs> my dad loves it. He's my never dad. listened to it. My episode. dad does like this, though. Oh, that's not, I, can't, I can't show this to my dad. I've slated him too many times. Yeah, you have, you have, you have. Anyways, yeah, look, we're going to go, and uh, thanks for listening, and have a wonderful and pleasant evening. God knows when you'll see this, because I have a lot of work to get through before I edit this, but maybe it'll be soon, maybe it won't be. Who knows? Goodbye. Kisses. Love you. And we're done. You want to say goodbye one more time? Okay, he doesn't. Goodbye.